At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. It is hour number two of primetime action. We're getting ready on a Tuesday night for the MLB All-Star Game. Moments away, back with Jeff Parles, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. I'm Ben Wilson. Pete Rose joining the show, the 17-time All-Star in the next half hour. Looking forward to Pete's insights. Pete Rose, he's got to play. He's got the under uh, eight there. It's, this is going to close, Jeff. Looks like we will end up uh, looking like, let's see, minus, uh, at least market wide here overall, minus 115 in the National League, slight favorites there, the home team, and then seven and a half, so this never really got to seven, Jeff, but it, it did stay juiced there to the under at minus 120. This uh, this will be getting underway shortly, and with that, you see the uh, the, the the tower of $20 bills in the middle of the table, so artfully crafted. It kind of fell apart. That is so nice. I get a crisper twenty on top. That was, that was which, which twenty did you use on top? That was mine. That was yours. Right. Numbers disappeared that I was wanting to look at now. So that's that's. Fun. We also had the debate during the break of which yeah which books are we using for this. We were looking at it because not every jurisdiction is offering the, and not every book is offering this. But to hit the first home run, now we have uh, BetMGM pulled up. Now they are only offering the starters here. Je- being being the the Renaissance man Jeff is, he wanted to look. He wanted to go wacko. And he wanted to look at guys who are not even starting, who will not I even be on this side. I think those are better bets, personally. I, so you if can, you were like, going to bet free. it, I agree, I agree with you. And I, yes, as somebody who believe, like I personally believe no home run will be hit. So if I was to think that, then certainly you, your value would be on take the guy who's going to come off the bench who will be in the game latest. But you have the number first. You have the, the number first. You have the number one pick there, Jeff. It's what you one, me two, Kelly three. Is that how Very you? good. I am taking no home run to be recorded at eight Wait. to one. That's what I'm taking. That's the best pick on the board. I'm in. Let's go. You're no fun. I Come know. on. You're going to like my other. Wait, wait, wait. I don't even know if that should be allowed because so, the, we have to grade this okay, somehow. You, 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 no, you don't. If, yeah, no, I kind of no thought we would. Yeah, pick a person. Oh, All right, be on. fun. Come on, Come man. on. Come trying on. To, trying to rig a friendly $20 game. Yeah, Come on. Seriously. I'm taking Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson with the number one pick. Yeah, okay. Jock. Yes. yes. I'm, going down, I'm going down to board. Jock Peterson would be the uh, number eight hitter for the National League yep, tonight. I'm going with Jock Peterson. Okay. Uh my number one pick. How do you Alejandro, go from? He goes from no home run to Jock Peterson because I don't think anyone at the top of the order is hitting a home run tonight. Alejandro Kirk is my my selection. Okay, so he went, with, he went with the guy uh, batting at the bottom of the eighth uh, order here. Uh, I'm gonna go with a crazy selection. I don't know if you guys heard this guy before. His name is Aaron Judge. I'm gonna go. Oh, with him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is snake draft or do I get another? No, you're up next. Yep. All right. 
I'll take Raphael Devers. I will go Byron Buxton. All right, I'm going to go with another guy. I'm not sure if you've heard his name before. His name is Shohei Otani. I love how oh. Kelly, I love how Kelly picking in the in the last in a non snake draft in the in the last spot ended up with the two favorites on the board here, <laughs> just showing how how, how you they're and I be the first, you, you and I have no sense of reality. They're also here. the first two hitters of the game. Yeah, uh, I'll take Vlad Jr. All right, now me and Jeff have the first four hitters of the game, so that, that will be fun. I have, I've already <laughs> taken two AL guys. I don't do. I you know what? I will go. Uh, give me, give me, give me Goldschmidt. Oh man, you left my one NL guy. Go, go okay, I'll go to say I will do Mookie Betts. You should have taken Acuna. Just I to wanted to take Stanton, but but then Jeff and I would have the top five circled. What's wrong with that? It, it's not. But I'm going to go with Ben's strategy. I'm going to take one from the NL. So Mookie Betts for me. Do you want to go two more rounds? I mean. No, 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 no. And now we're just getting upset. Okay, so what? So, so here, so hold on. I, I just We've already I, picked nine guys. I have to, I have to ask. This if stuff. there's no home run, well, after, after there's no home runs, when all the starters are out, we have to do this again. Yes. Okay. If we're still on the air, yeah, we'll be on the air. Then yes, we'll do it again. I mean, I we'll be we'll be it'll be close. Actually, thinking about it now, it'll be close. But we can take it home with us. Whatever. I, I do think the best part of it is that I went went from picking no home run in the game to picking the eight hitter. Right, it's a bold strategy, <laughs> Cotton. We'll see if it plays off. Watch now. It's going to be Peterson. Of course, I didn't bet it. You're. I'm with you. Did you say William Hill actually has odds up they for did, everybody? They did, but they disappeared they, at the top of the order. I was trying to make a bet on Peterson, but then. It disappeared on me because it didn't know my location. Thanks, studio. It, it, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? At DraftKings now, the the no run first inning minus one fifty. Is there a price where the where the and again, I'm I'm of the belief this is going to play out like an under type game. Certainly expect the pitching to be very sharp at the top with Shane McClanahan for the AL, Clayton Kershaw for the NL. But is there a price that you would say? And again, you'd have to make this here. We're, we're about five minutes away from first pitch where you'd say, you know what? Might as well take a flyer. Plus one twenty right now is the over. If you can get if you uh, if you can get plus one twenty plus one twenty five, why not? And why not? Okay. Yeah, I think I think you're you're getting to the point where you you got to consider buying. I would I would tend to agree. Yeah. I mean, hopefully for our sake we get a home. Well, hopefully for my sake well, for we get you. a home run in the uh, bottom. Uh, sorry, top of the third inning with the uh, third batter up in Alejandro Kirk. <laughs> Yeah, sneaky good catcher there for the Toronto Blue Jays in the, in the little nine hole. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And then your uh, your MVP pick to recap, Jeff. Yes, you do uh, have a couple plays here. Both guys coming off the bench. Soto at forty. Kelly, I got twenty dollars of closing line value on that. Apparently. I I love that one. So, I love that. So we got Soto at forty to one, and then Ty France. Viva la France. This was actually kind of a rogue number from Superbook. Most of the market was eighty. But France at 100, I thought, was was too good to pass up. him 70 most spots right Yeah, now. so, again, a little bit of a rogue number. There was a 91-to-1 out earlier in the day as well. But guy's going to be in the home run derby if this thing goes extra. I have no idea how the writers are going to treat that, but at least give myself a chance if we get a game going to the extra-inning home run derby. And if Ty France is the star of that, Ty France should win that. Whoever the star of that should win that should win the MVP in all honesty, especially if they did something during the game. Jeff, I like your strategy there. It's also making me think of a another thing here. Does the home run derby tiebreaker count in your first home run market? Potentially? No, not not in William Hill. Okay, William Hill specifies no home run, no okay, home yeah. run derby. I would th- I would I hope, would hope it's that, that way everywhere. MG- yeah, I would hope Ben MGM. 
doesn't do. Oh, Kyle Schwarber hit the first home run of the home run derby. He's your winner. Like, let me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't. If I wasn't on the air right now, I cannot imagine any book is listening it that way. But I would sure be checking. It's kind of like I mean, well, we talked about this with the derby last night. Of at least. At least know the Derby rules, which, as we found out pretty quickly, were, 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 us. were yeah. not <laughs> very clear at all. And in the wake of, I mean, in the wake of last night, you know, we we were talking about this off air after the show, where there was uh, we found out there was, uh, and this was pretty widely publicized. A better, I believe, at uh, Caesar Sportsbook wagered fifty four thousand dollars on Kyle Schwarber <laughs> over Albert Pujols in the first round. We come to find out after the show. They just didn't count one of Schwarber's home runs. We were right. We we, thought it was going to be. We thought it was a tie. Hey, I'll take my money. I'll take my money. Same here. Same here. I was one of the guys who betted from it. So as as funny as it was that you know we had a lot of fun with that last night. Last night was a pretty big issue though for Major League Baseball. If we're actually talking about things from a from a like legalized betting standpoint, where it was pretty clear that a the rules were not exactly. Like you know, extremely ironed out from the start, and B, when you just straight up miscount something as simple as that, like you're asking. For, we I and mean, we've seen this in the past in college basketball where they had to tighten up the rules where officials, you know, in games that were that were already decided, where they would just let guys take shots at the end of the game that shouldn't have counted, but it had all impacts on the point spread or totals. They had to start tightening those up. You would think, Jeff, this would that something like this would cause them to at least make sure that. The way they are policing this is a lot more accurate going forward. It, it shouldn't be that hard. Like, how hard is it to accurately count you, how many home runs leave the, leave the yard? But that's, that's a big deal for Major is, League Baseball. This is the first time that I remember there being this many issues either. That's what I'm a yeah. little perplexed by. I like, mean, we were, again, I, I mean, I'm not going to call out anybody by name, but major media outlets that had us confused on what the timing rules were. Um, and then we had ESPN and MLB giving us different numbers yeah, was, for how yeah, many I mean, old ESPN runs had it, two different broadcasts. They had a StatCast broadcast. They've had that you would in the past, which, No, I, <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, you would think because they have a StatCast broadcast. Yeah, the irony uh, of the name is, Numbers-wise. Yeah. And then they had the actual broadcast. It, it just, it was very peculiar. It was very strange because they haven't, again, it should have, in theory, been harder last year at Coors. And right. there were no problems. And, and you have no recourses of better. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? I mean, the official the official stats are Albert Pujols beats Kyle Schwarber. Like that's all it is. So I, I mean, it's one of those where you just unfortunately you have to take your medicine on that one. If you had a if you had a bet on Schwarber to win the home run derby or Schwarber uh, to to win uh, to win that first round matchup. And, and to be clear, it's not like we were and we talked about this last night. Not like we were advocating putting large swaths of your bankroll on an event like this anyway, but it's more the principle, right? When you're talking about an event that can't even police itself and you're thinking about something that can be wagered on and limits, as we found out, certainly from some of the recreational bets out there, limits are not necessarily that low. Like that really goes a long way towards limiting the amount of trust you really have. And and again, this is sort of a one-off event within a larger, you know, big four sporting institution here, but that's just my point, Jeff. I mean, like, I don't know if, I, if I'm betting this in the future. No, going through what we went through last night, I don't right. know how you could have any confidence in it. I mean, and this is usually this and the, and the three-point contest in the NBA, right, are usually two of the few, I think, I think the only two all-star game events 
that I actually bet on like every year. Now, do I bet yeah. on them seriously? No, it's all fun money, right? NBA three point contest. I have a little bit more stronger lean to them, bet a little bit more money. Being an NBA better, obviously. But like, I'm just thinking, Ben. I've watched that for how many decades? I've never seen them miscount a basketball going through. I know, it's very strange. And, and, and they're hitting more of those than they're hitting home runs, and, and during a three minute home run session. So I, I know that was bizarre last night. That was very bizarre. And I look if some people say if there's people out there like me who bet that recreationally and very recreationally every year, and they say I'm never betting that again because of that, I completely understand. No problem with it. By the way, you didn't bet the skills competition, Kelly. Nah, that was the that was the best cash cow of of anything in the All Star weekend for multiple years. And then they changed the format last year. Yeah, well, didn't I'm like still they, angry about the, that. Weren't the Kubo brothers like a team yeah, this past they, year? Yeah, they changed yeah. the format after going yeah. Bam Sabonis back-to-back years at 12-1. to 1, Couldn't bet it this year. Forge, yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. I two, didn't know that was another Jeff expertise uh, betting market. It's my best betting market by far. <laughs> Something that shocks nobody. We'll talk. Speaking of home runs, regular season stat leaders next. Also a game should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money bets. and bets are moving every game. The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Oh, I was like, Matt Brown's gone. Will Kelly do it? Will he not? He did. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. All right, we still have yet to get this All-Star game actually underway. Jeff should be happening momentarily. We also had a spirited discussion off air on the, uh, apparently the Manti Teo documentary is in the works, coming out August 16th. Must watch. Must watch. Did anybody watch the Derek Jeter doc last night? No. First of seven I'll part. I'll watch it at some point. First of seven part Derek Jeter documentary. So, yeah, I have the same seven, attitude about seven it. Seven part? I guess that Parles has. Yeah, we, we discussed it at lunch. I think I've had this conversation with three, three people today. <laughs> Nobody watched it. Everybody said, hey, I'll watch it at some point. And then, yes, uh, us all discussing why did it need to be seven parts? It's like we're in last dance territory. I mean, last dance was 10. The OJ was 10. Jeter gets seven. It's just, I don't know. It's just, the, it's o, the, o, the OJ documentary on ESPN was probably the finest piece of, uh, of, of film that ESPN has ever put together. That was, if you haven't watched that, that was an unbelievable watch. 
Yeah, that in June 17th, 1994. Oh, that one's a lot shorter. But it was also great. <laughs> anyway, Manti Teo on Netflix in, in about, about a month's time or so. Uh, Wait, Netflix? Up, I thought it was 30 for 30. Netflix? Yeah, it Teo is. is it, yeah, you're right, Netflix. you're right. We'll I screwed it up. My bad. Okay, Kelly. Don't, the don't. captain. 30 for 30. The captain. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that is what it is. 30 for 30. Okay. Uh, speaking of t- guys on the Yankees, Aaron Judge, he is your leader right now. To uh, He is the home run leader at the moment, and he's also the odds-on favor to end up leading. As we're going to take a look here at some of these uh, season-ending leaders so we can bet on a, a bunch of different stats right now. Home runs are going to be the first one we talk about. That's the most popular one we'll look at. Judge, he's on a 60 home run pace, Jeff. He is 33 right now. Currently your dollar fifty favorite to end up leading that market when the season is over. But it's, it's not like this race is over by any means. Kyle Schwarber, massive a couple of months to pull himself to within four. He's gotten 29, two to one, even though he had a very uh, subpar performance in the home run derby last night. Then it's Jordan Alvarez, who is 10 to one, even though he's not third on the odds board. Thir- uh, sorry, third on the total home run uh, list right now. It's actually Austin Riley, who's third on the list, who is 16 to one. You got Pete Alonso down there as well at 16 to 1. It kind of feels, uh, especially with, we should point out, Jordan Alvarez shelved right now on the, the injured list. He's been banged up, a couple different injuries these past few weeks. Definitely has that feel, Jeff, like a two player race. Is there anybody else besides Judge and Schwarber you could make an argument for making a charge? Yeah, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give a shout to Austin Riley here, who is only six back. I, I'll give him an opportunity. To make a run here uh, at Judge and Schwarber I, again, I'm sitting on a fifty to one preseason on Schwarber in this market. Oh, look which at you! Is, oh, look at Jeff Parles. Which, which was a shocking number that was readily available here and down actually uh, for for a good while. And Schwarber even until that big run that he had in the middle of June that he seemingly has every year, he was still getting dished about twenty to one at one shop here in town, which is a little surprising. I think Judge does win this, but. Schwarber is going to be pushing till the final moment here. But if you don't want one of those first two shots, Riley's the only guy that I would consider. Plays at a ballpark where pulls the ball. That's a pretty good ballpark to get the ball out the left field for him. And no one else like Alvarez. We don't know when we're going to see him next. I mean, that, that so one's, that's the yeah. big problem. That one's them. maybe the most unbettable on the board, right? Like Alvarez? for you guys, Alvarez, right? Alvarez, Just because well, well, the injury Trout. I mean, Trout, you can't bet because Trout we might not see for a while. And and if we don't see Trout for a month, he's done. We don't see Alvarez for another two weeks. He at least is capable yeah. of hitting 15 homers in a month, but it, it's a big-time uphill battle. Don't bet it now. Wait and see how much longer he's out. That number's going to get better. So let's let's play the live golf odds game with this. Yes. How far, in your guys' mind, how far back is too far back? Where Vlad Jr. is, okay. So like, because yeah, like, that's yeah, a number I, I think would pu- that would pop out to I a lot of people. I would say the cutoff right? is after Giancarlo, or you could like you could at least make a case. Giancarlo Stanton, by the way, third of in all of baseball in barrel percentage, and I mean that's not a shock. Anybody who's watched Giancarlo no Stanton hits, hits a lot of balls really, really hard. Barrel percentage that is the highest end of the hard hit percentage stat cast metric. That one of just four guys. Judge is number one in that barrel percentage category, basically in a league of his own. Nearly twenty five percent. Schwarber. Is it 22%? Giancarlo and Mike Trout each 21%. So that's at least a guy like, you know, nine homers back, Kelly. Again, part of this too is if you are, if you believe or feel like there's a reasonable chance Aaron Judge, who's had some injury history in the past, doesn't make it through the full 162 game season completely intact. Nine is not, you know, the world's largest deficit to make up. But that's, yeah, if you're looking, if you're playing the live golf odds angle, Kelly, that's, I, that's probably the cutoff point. 
don't see anybody below that uh, 22 to one list making a, a realistic push. Right, have you have you taken any piece of, of judge yet for what what's your strategy? No, here? no, no, no. I I, I don't have enough money. I, I don't. The amount of money I have on Schwarber, I'm totally fine with that. Just losing. Like I'm there's no I'm not hedging this. Okay. There's no hedge to be made in this market because I'm not laying in a price with Judge. Where again, we know his injury history. Baron Judge goes down for three weeks. Kyle Schwarber will likely be leading the home run chase if Judge goes down for three weeks. So there's no reason for me to hedge. The, again, the only thing I would even consider here would be Riley. I, I'd like a little more than sixteen to one, but. He's tight enough. Being within six, that is, you can make that up in this latter portion of the year very easily. Riley, third, if you want to kind of expand on the on the stat cast data, and you're looking at guys who hit balls really hard consistently, who play in homer friendly parks, if you're just looking at hard hit percentage, uh, it's Jordan Alvarez, one. Again, we talked about injury concerns with him, though. Judge, two. Those guys are both at 60%. And then Austin Riley's third, 55%. And there's only three guys that are at 55% or higher. There, There is no player who is more underrated still at this point in baseball than Austin Riley. Completely. He's the best player. I, I, I know everyone pushes to Acuna. By the way, we're underway at Dodger <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> and One the first pitch. pitch in a game is a base, base hit. hit for Otani. At so Kelly eight. likely eliminated from the home run Shucks. competition. Eight. Actually, you know what? Maybe not. He'll probably get a second at that. 8.21 p.m. Eastern. We're finally underway. And on the first pitch of the night. So that was that first, yes, first First inning run plus one twenty for people who took a stab. Yeah, in, in least, good in su- good position already. Who's who's up now? Is it Judge? Judge. All right, so well, Kelly, remember we Kelly's sw- got one two in the order. I just, have three four. Just end the contest now. Just end it now. Scoop my money. We'll need you. I have what? But where's where's Buxton at in the lineup? You don't have Buxton. Yeah, I do. You do. He's yeah. batting six then. Okay, I have six and nine. Yeah. That's very nice spots in the order to be in. Okay, we have and Kirk is nine. That's right. Yeah. And then I, I have a Goldschmidt on the NL side. Okay, we're underway in that. How about a hits leader here? We'll, we'll take a look at one more of these before we hit a break. A hits leader right now, Trey Turner. He is your odds-on favorite. It's actually a pair of Dodgers right now who are the odds-on favorites in this spot. 225 for Trey Turner, but he's not the leader. It is Freddie Freeman who's second on the list. It's a 114 plus 275. Then you go Devers at 4-1. to one. Goldschmidt, the NL MVP favorite right now. Both of those guys at 112 hits, so they're tied for second, and the, and the odds go a little further down from that. A little surprised to see Goldschmidt that far down on the odds board, given and with the way the Dodgers have opened things up in the NL West, they're threatening to push this up to a I mean, we're, we're, we're in pretty close territory, Jeff, to a 10, 12 to 15 game margin in that division where like how much confidence would you have in betting either of those Dodgers that they don't get sat for significant amount of time in the month of September here? Because that to me is the one big thing you have to look at considering how close we all are and hit totals is a lot different than home run totals when you look at <laughs> what just happened. Wait a second, the first out of the All-Star <laughs> game is a pickoff? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, if there was a shop offering those odds, I wonder what that wow. was. Could you imagine? Right, yeah. Otani gets <laughs> like a thousand to one. It wasn't even Jeff. close either. It wasn't even close. Shohei, what are you doing, man? That was a balk. Could you imagine if they called a balk in the All Star game? Also, I, I, <laughs> I once went. To, I was at a Mets Brewers game as a kid when there was a walk off balk, and the Brewers beat the Mets on a walk off balk. Wonderful. Well, that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, thankfully they should. And they Swing, should all right, be doing judges. This. Da- all right, Jeff. We we got through the, the two dangerous well, now, guys. Now, now I now I have uh, <laughs> now I have Devers here in the in the three hole. All, right, all right, now we have to but, get past. But by, by the way, just one quick thing. Just looking through the individual hits here. Josh Bell's tied for fifth and is fifty to one. 
Now, the big problem you might have with Josh Bell is we know historically he's not a huge average guy. He's probably getting traded. And he's too. likely getting traded. At 50 to 1, only trailing Freeman by eight hits, would you take a shot on that and hope he gets traded to a place where he's still batting fourth or fifth in the lineup? Would you take a shot on that? Because at fifty so, to at, at fifty to one, that's a pretty yeah. steep climb from where everyone else is here. That's tight. That's a classic number represents good value, but would I actually bet that? I don't think I would. And, and, and with I mean, look, Bell's got a like a lot of his numbers suggest that it will go backwards. I mean, three thirty three on the the bat pip for Josh Bell. I have had a career year. Guys hitting three eleven. And, and certainly going to be, I mean, we don't know. And it kind of sounds like Juan Soto likely not being moved before the trade deadline from everything we're hearing so far. Josh Bell is probably the best asset Washington can realistically move uh, before the deadline. Again, if we're assuming that that's not going to happen uh, there with their their prized asset in Juan Soto. So I, I imagine he becomes a little more platoony, but uh, not, so not something I would bet on. Goldschmidt's the one I'd look at, plus 750. Guy's, guy's going to keep hitting. Not slowing down anytime soon, Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, up next, we'll talk with a 17-time All-Star. Pete Rose joins the show talking all things Major League Baseball when we return on Primetime Action. We're back on Primetime Action. We are a half inning in. We have seen a pickoff, which Jeff Parles uh, tells me, first time since 2008. Yes. And just go ahead and name the names because it was first All Star game pickoff since 2008 at Yankee Stadium. It was Carlos Zambrano picking off Milton Bradley. Now those those are a couple. Those of are names that we love wow. playing with in MLB The Show wow. in like 2006. Carlos Zambrano, by the way, only no hitter in Miller Park history who did that in a game where the Brewers were not playing. As the uh, that was, uh, that was for, the, for the uh, hurricane, hurricane for the yes. Astros, right? Astros were the home team yeah, in Milwaukee, there you go. and Carlos that was one of the worst moments in my childhood watching a. Chicago Cub in Milwaukee throwing a no-hitter. At least My it wasn't against the Brewers. Oh, that, that would have been <laughs> Well, there were like 30,000 Cubs fans at that game. They just gave away tickets for free. Anyway, nothing, nothing. And uh, as a result, nobody's hit a home run so far. So our prop uh, bet's still alive. The cash on we're the gonna, table is still out there. We are uh, going to have to redraft. I feel pretty I, confident I in that. I feel pretty confident in that. There's the, there's, what a shot. There's, there's the what money. Great camera work, guys. There's the money tower. All right. Let's welcome him in. He is a 17-time All-Star. He's been on the show before. So happy to welcome back to the program Pete Rose, the hit king, Major League Baseball's all-time hit leader. And I happen to be fortunate enough to host a podcast with this gentleman every single day. Pete Rose's Daily Picks. We do our show Monday through Friday. You can catch that on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts as well. Quake Media. We've done like 195 episodes, Pete. It's been so much fun. Uh, welcome back to the show, my friend. I understand you have a bet on the under tonight, which is very un-Pete Rose-like, but uh, explain why you were you were taking a shot at the under there uh, tonight, my friend. Because of the, the, the capable pitchers uh, that are going out there. I mean, we're, we're not going to see any bad pitchers tonight. I mean, every pitcher that takes the mound uh, is going to be a really good pitcher. And they're you know, the time of day is going to be involved because I, I know as a player that it's hard to see the ball right now. We only had one strikeout in the first half of the first inning. But uh, you know what, Ben? I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, uh, the pregame show had uh, had had a situation where uh, Albert Pujols got up in front of the, the, the team and talked. And it kind of reminded me when I played because he – 
he talked about dedicating yourself to winning the game, representing the team, and he went like that across the name of the uniform he was wearing. Uh, and, and that's kind of gotten away from these players the last several years because uh, when I played in the All-Star Games, it was all about league pride. We were playing to, to show the world that the National League was superior to the American League. And th- But don't forget, when I played, when Willie played, when Hen- Hank played, when um, uh, Yaskrimski played, when K-Line played, when Harmon Killebrew played, uh, we all played in the same league for our whole careers. Now, Nowadays, players change leagues every year, and you're not saying, well, I'm... I'm going to try to represent the National League because they're better than the American League. Or I'm going to try to represent the American League because it's better than the National League. And and I can remember one thing about the All-Star teams that I played in, Ben, and that was when Chub, uh, Bill Giles, Warren Giles was his name, Bill Giles' dad, and he was league president. And he would come in, he would come in before the game and give us a speech. And I swear to God, guys, you could see the veins in his neck that he wanted to prove that the National League was better than Amazing. the American League. And if you guys don't bust your ass in this game and win it, you won't even make it next year. Now, that don't sound like much. But in the 70s and 80s, when I was in the All-Star Games, if you got to be on an All-Star team, that gave you more power to negotiate your next year's contract. That was a big thing. Well, we got a run already in the first inning. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Ba- Mookie does it. Wow. Mookie bets off Shane McClanahan. Lead off double here for the NL, and it is very quickly uh, after Ronald Acuna gets a ground double on the left I'm field line. Looking, Base hit. Yeah. Benny, Benny, I'm not looking at all for many home runs being hit tonight. <laughs> I just think the pitching, uh, hey, we're you seeing the look. best pitchers in the world. You, we all are in agreement with you there, Pete. And that was uh, in some shops. That was the betting. If you wanted to bet that market, it was the favorite. Uh, no, home run, Jeff. You were you bet that, or you were going to? Bet I was that. going to, and then but, got locked out because yeah. I lost track wow. of time. What's, what's the over under in, uh, in home runs? So there, there was no. I didn't see a, a total number on uh, on that, Pete. But the the no home runs being hit ranged from anywhere to four to one to eight to one, depending yeah. on the book uh, that you bet at, Pete. Well, Seven and a half, your closing total. On that one. Right. Yeah. But, but I'm not. I'm not looking for a home run derby in this in this game. Right, right now, you got uh, uh, Manny up. Uh, you know, and and he'll probably strike out. But because I, I just think it's uh, hard to see there. Of course, they made me wrong by the first guy hits a double, and this guy hits a single. And they already got a run. So yeah, oh, an uh, incredible uh, you know, double. I'm an actual league. Till this day, Ben, till this day, uh, I still I, I still root for the National League because I played 24 years in the National League. I never got to, and, and I didn't get to play in many inter, interleague plays, interleague games. We just didn't have interleague back in them days. And the, the interleague play was the spring training, uh, playoffs, or all-star game. Other than that, you know, we would play an exhibition game every year against the Cleveland Indians, but we never seen them during the season. So, 
That was a pretty fancy double play right there. That, that, that was some, something else. Uh, <laughs> Pete watching this right alongside uh, with, uh, with us here. It is a Las Vegas home. I, it, it's crazy to think it's been 52 years since you were involved. You talk about All-Star Game, how it has changed over the years. Probably the most infamous All-Star Game moment ever. You and Ray Fossey, the collision at home, 12th inning. Is it for you, like what, when you think back to that, it's been, I mean, 52 years this year. Um, what do you, oh, oh, uh-oh. That oh, ball is gone! Pete, I just won a $60 prize. Oh, yeah. Paul Goldschmidt, baby. Two run over. Pete Rose was the lucky charm. There we go. All right, Pete. Sorry. I just wow, got really man. excited. You know, hey, Ben, let me, let me tell you what I remember about Ray Fossey. Okay, uh, yeah, go and, ahead. And a, lot of people, a lot of people didn't understand this. Uh, I had a good friend of mine, Sam McDowell, who pitched for Cleveland. And he made the all-star team, and about a week before the game, uh, they added Ray Fossey to the roster. And I had already made plans to take Sam McDowell out to eat the night before the game. And he called me and said, can Ray go? Because Ray was a rookie. I said, sure, he can go. Uh, I went to a place called Sycamore Shores, which is a boat on the river in Cincinnati. So I I took Ray Fossey out to eat the night before the game. Okay. he was just—I was playing the game to win, Ben, and he was blocking. If we were playing today, I'd have been automatically safe because you're not allowed to block the plate. That's and a fair point. the advantage I had—the advantage I had—he was reaching for the ball, and I hit him right before the ball got to him. Now, when you're coming into home plate, you can't concentrate on two things: you can't concentrate on the hit, and you can't concentrate—you uh, you, know—on the collision. And that's what happened. There's another hit. I mean, National League's taking batting practice over here. Seriously. Ah, Shane McClanahan getting uh, lit up so far. So that, yeah, the yes run first inning cashes plus 120, and Paul Goldschmidt goes deep 2 nothing there uh, to, the, uh, to the National League. Uh, you think, yeah, Pete, uh, is, we were talking about 17 All-Star games for you. Uh, you were say, I mean, I know you, you were telling me uh, the other day on the show, you, in a similar spot to this, you played in an All-Star game. I think it was your second one, 1967 at Angel Stadium, so not too far from Dodger Stadium. And you, yeah. were, you were saying yeah. what? It was just absolutely insane trying to hit off some of those guys. The way the the way the light was. You said there were what fifteen strikeouts yeah, well, before game, the hit yeah, was recorded. The game start, yeah, the game started. The game started at five fifteen, which was a terrible time to start in Anaheim. And I believe there was fifteen strikeouts in that game. Tony Perez had a home run in the bottom of the fifteenth, and we won the game two to one. And what I remember about that game, Ben, is I made the team as an outfielder. Okay, I didn't get to play to the 14th or 15th inning, and when I went in to play, I played second base. And the reason I didn't get in the game until uh, the 14th or 15th inning because I was the only guy left on in the, on the bench that could catch. <laughs> wow, go figure. I, I didn't get to play. I didn't get to play because I was the only catcher left because the manager used both of their three catchers, and then I made it as an outfielder. But I ended up playing as a second baseman. Crazy. But we would do anything to try to win the game for the National League. Oh, what and a time. What a time. Out of 17 times. What a time. Oh, Pete Rose.
who hosts the uh, Pete Rose's Daily Picks podcast, by the way. Pete, we've had so much fun doing that show. We're going to do it every single day after the, uh, the baseball resumes here coming out of the All-Star break. Always can't, we cannot thank you enough every time you take time out of your day to uh, join us here. I know you're going to be in uh, Cooperstown this weekend, I know, for some signings, so that'll be uh, a lot of fun. And I yeah. know we'll, we'll have you back on the show again soon, Pete. So thank you for being the, the good luck charm for me, helping me cash. Uh, I'm going I'm to get the money going out here in a All second. Right, so I'll, thanks, Pete. I'll, we'll, we'll catch I'll up soon. I'll talk to you Friday, man. I'll yeah. talk to you Friday, buddy. Absolutely. We'll talk Friday on the Pete Rose's Daily Picks. In the meantime, here we go. You're when do I, when do I stop? One of the greatest moments I, in VSIN history. Oh, I stopped. Ben Wilson it. somehow cutting off Pete Rose to celebrate his $40 <laughs> victory in the first home run. <laughs> in my defense, I, I cut myself off. That's true. I had not yet asked the question. Oh, man. Um, and I also answered, how long do you shoot the money gun off for? It is, it is when the money gun has been extinguished of cash. Okay. Well, at least I, I didn't cut Pete off. It was- At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. We're back at Five Time Action. The All-Star Game is well underway. I was looking for a potential read there because I was so excited cleaning up. Don't worry. We got the desk cleaned up, Jeff. Jeff and Jeff did not have to do any of the work. Hey, look, the those, those are the rules. I mean, Kelly, yeah. the, the last time that I, that I uh, had the money, uh, the money gun out, uh, I wasn't, uh, no help for me. Yeah, anybody's allowed to use the money gun. Those simple rules you got to clean up after yourself, which after you use the money gun about once – you think this is a lot of fun, but I'm probably not going to do it. You realize this it's probably not worth yeah. it. Well, I mean, if we had a broom in here, that would help, but yeah, it <laughs> becomes a little tough without a broom. So we have to now figure out what we want to do with the whole uh, the whole next. Now it's the next home run prop. Again, 2 nothing National League. If you're just joining us, Paul Goldschmidt, two-run shot off of a, a very out-of-form looking Shane McClanahan. Yeah. I, the biggest surprise for me, Jeff, I mean, it was not just – wasn't just the homer that, uh, that Goldschmidt hit. I mean, you look at how – that bottom of the first played out for the National League. I mean, it was a hard hit ground rule double from Ronald Acuna Jr., hard hit base hit for Mookie Betts up the middle. Uh, it took a really brilliant play, honestly, to, to turn that double play. Uh, Andre Jimenez to Tim Anderson up the middle, then to Vlad Jr. to get to Manny Machado out on a double play. Then Goldschmidt, Homers, Trey Turner base hit as well. So it is now Sandy Alcantara in for the National League, and uh, he quickly gets a very quick two outs, including one of the guys I'd taken, uh, Byron Buxton. Both, both strikeouts, and two strikeouts and seven pitches. Wow, I'd say that's pretty. Not that's bad. pretty pretty efficient. So uh, what? Do, so you guys still have all three of your of your, uh, your participants left. 
The whole point is they Kelly and Jeff because they lost and they want to you know they want a chance to win some money. Yeah, they we, didn't, keep we didn't think it was going to be over in twenty minutes or twenty five you know, I'm with you. Guys. We should probably. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and remember that whole conversation we had on the whole yes run first inning. I wonder what a yes home run first inning prop was. Would have been a nice price. Also, great selection of Jock Peterson first by me. Actually, not even getting up in a big rally. <laughs> I, I, yeah, uh, for for the NL. Doesn't even, great work. Doesn't even bad. Great work. Yeah. Doesn't even bet. Hey, at least for the uh, yeah, I mean, I, well, one of mine, Byron Buxton, went down on about I think three pretty quick pitches. So you guys still have all three. What, who, uh, what were the what were the selections again? I just know Kelly has Otani. I have Judge, Otani, and Betts. Peterson, Peters Devers, and Vlad Jr. for me. Okay. How do we want to do this, Kelly? Another twenty in the pot, and then uh, and then we redraft players if when these guys all leave the lineups. Okay, so you just want to wait till the let's starters just wait. You know, what, let's wait until the barrage of pitch hitters start. All right, we'll do that. We'll yeah. do that. That's fine with me. Because otherwise, at least we got to wait a half inning until we get to what the top of the third. Yeah, it'd yeah. probably be the fourth inning we're picking. So we'll, again. we'll wait till then. Yeah. That and that was a uh, what a ten pitch inning there for Sandy Alcantara. Quite quite efficient. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thir- thirteen thirteen pitch inning there for Alcantara. That guy. That guy, that is a guy who we were expecting to look very very sharp, and he looked. Very, very crisp so far. Can't As, wait to see him on the Yankees in a couple years. Oh, come on. Don't even. Don't even go Or a couple way. years. Probably like, we won't even take that long. Next year I'll sometime. When the year when, when Prince Fielder was a brewer for half a season and then went into free agency, and I'll never forget the owner of the Brewers, Mark Adonazio, complaining about how they, they couldn't even come close to what the Yankees were offering. And Sebastian. it was just, or, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. CC Sabathia, yeah. my yeah. bad. Yeah, Prince of Brewers forever. CC Sabathia was the who put up basically Cy Young numbers in like a three month stretch there with Milwaukee. That 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 thing still exists, Jeff. That whole uh, that whole concept. Yeah. Uh, as far as the live numbers, still seeing seven and a half, but a little over juice now. Over minus one thirty at DraftKings. NL minus three ninety on the money line. And if you wanted to get involved, run line NL minus two and a half runs plus one oh five. Right now, so we didn't, and we didn't really talk a whole lot of in-game strategy. But from the conversation we had last night, Jeff, we were kind of thinking because you certainly, at least pre-home run derby, you leaned NL to what they would have in a potential derby swing-off or uh, All-Star game swing-off. If we're tied at the end of nine innings, your strategy would have been see if this thing is tied late, then maybe take a flyer on the NL. But not sure if we're going to get there at this point. It's very early, but it's two nothing. I think the only in-game betting I would consider would be betting the under. Now, now, well, uh, Jeff, I was looking at that too. I just, I guess, I expected the number to move more. Yeah, Over at DraftKings, still only the, seven and a half. Yeah, only <laughs> the juice moved. It's still seven and a half. It's just the unders even money. Like I don't know if that that's not enough to get me interested. Yeah. You would have thought right. Uh, how uh, it's it's like how different do we view that from a normal game, right? Where you're yeah. you're in the quote unquote bullpens, but I mean a bullpen is Sandy yeah, Alcantara. So yeah, the, you know what I mean? I mean it's not like you've got the best arms out. And theor- like theoretically, the arms should the arms aren't gonna fall off as we get deeper. The hitting will fall off slightly because you're I mean, you can kind of quibble with how, how much of a drop off you feel. But you would think you would think, Jeff, as the game gets deeper, the pitching edge would probably grow, right? Even though that kind of sounds backwards based on how we normally handicap day to day baseball games. Well who who would close for the American League if they get the lead? I'm not Good even question. certain. I know Diaz would close for the NL this year. And he's striking out two guys in inning right now. <laughs> would be a nice yeah. test to see if Diaz can I, handle yeah. a, handle a, a quote unquote pressure situation uh, in, in a uh, non regular season game. But uh, I, look, I, I don't know if I'm fully there because there are a bunch of guys who, I mean, again, 
No disrespect. They, to, would they just throw out a starting pitcher, the AL? Because the bullpen, the, the, act, the true relievers they've got, I mean, it's like Emmanuel Clase, Liam Hendricks, Clay Hendrick. Holmes, it would be Hendricks Jorge again, Lopez. Probably. It'd probably yeah. be Hendricks. Jordan Romano. Wow, that is one of the, like, again, like, no, like, no disrespect to the guys who are classic relievers on the American League side. But if you told me before the season that Clay Holmes and Jorge Lopez would probably be on paper this year the two best relievers in the American League bullpen, I'd be like, wait, what happened to everybody else? <laughs> so it's a little bit different. The NL side, I mean, uh, Hater's not in the game, correct? He, he bowed out after his struggles, correct? I mean, it was b- even before that. Yeah, he, so, he announced he wasn't making the trip a while ago. So, so yeah. I mean, it's it, Devin Williams replaced Diaz. Him. Like, Diaz will close the game. Devin Williams will probably get the eighth. Or maybe Bednar. Those would be the two guys. Yeah. Again, it's kind of it's kind of crazy that I mean your other because your other relievers wow. is David Bednar, or Helsley, actually, Ryan Helsley, and Joe Mantiply. Who, uh, Who's who Joe Mantiply? Kelly did not know. Kelly had Joe no Mantiply idea who Joe Mantiply was. was. Yeah. You guys have named five pitchers just now. I have no idea who they are. Five. I didn't know any of them. Maybe if not. I had said like Joe Bimel, I would understand if Kelly didn't know who that was. But you don't know who Joe Bimel. It's the first time Joe Bimel's been referenced in six years. Are you sure it's been that? that it may have not been that long, but it feels like <laughs> <you> that. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is Alec Manoa who's now in. He pitches the bottom of the second here for the uh, for the American League. So McClanahan get, gets his uh, his one inning, and he is out. Uh, so we're going to wait here, wait wait to figure out our draft strategy uh, in a little bit. Uh, some headlines we did not get to at least at the uh, at our at the top of the show. We talked a little live golf stuff. Kelly, certainly want to get your take on this because we saw the news come out today. Sounds like for Miami, no extension coming for Tyler Hero. And I know you would, we had talked about this in the past in the not only the Kevin Durant next team markets, but also the Donovan Mitchell markets. And I know you were looking to take a sprinkle here, especially on the Jazz ascending Mitchell to Miami for his next team. Seemingly on the surface, this, this would appear like the, the lack of an extension for Hero will directly correlate to his availability to be moved in one of these trades. And it just kind of makes you think, all right, gear's definitely starting to turn there in Miami. Yeah, I think it's uh, I, I mean, it's no. I think it's no secret what they're doing in Miami, and, and really no rush for the Heat, right? It's not. It's not like the Heat don't want to have Tyler Hero back. It's just, look, kid, you'd be the centerpiece of a trade for a, a major time player for us. So, uh, yeah, that's what they're doing, and and I, you know, expect these talks to continue. It's going to be Brooklyn just fielding offers here for as long as long as they possibly can, basically to see if they continue to get better or not. Um, you know, and then they're going to have to make a decision of whether they want to roll into the regular season with Durant and Irving still on this roster, and hopefully they convince themselves during the season that they're good enough and they want to stay there. I, I don't. I still think. I still think both guys are going to get moved before the regular season starts. We just live. We live in that world now where these players have so much of the power. Um, and look, it, it, because of that reason, I don't think you can really rule out. Almost anything. Any team that's desperate enough yeah. can make this work. And, and it's you look at the pieces that the Heat have, no, it's not an obvious one-for-one one trade that you're going to be able to pull off with Brooklyn. But you start involving another team, maybe even two teams, there are ways to make this happen for Miami. I still I still believe they're going to end up with Donovan Mitchell or Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And probably more likely Kevin Durant, because I, re- I do believe the Knicks and Donovan, Mitch- uh, Donovan Mitchell are probably going to happen. Just, I think it's more likely than not. It's just so funny how I would describe it as uh, parabolic, the way the market – like, and I guess we're so close to the sun here because we're following the markets every single day with this stuff where you start off with Durant and it's like the news comes out, Jeff, and then it's like, boom, all these odds, all these teams that seemingly are in the mix. 
And now we're back to the starting point where it's like, well, none of these teams are really in the mix. But then you realize, wait, there probably has to be at least one that's going to work out, even as much as we had, you know, the talk makes sense logistically. Maybe he goes back to Brooklyn. And so now here we are back at the starting point where, once again, there could certainly be value on some of these teams. Makes a lot of sense what the Heat did to, to Tyler Hero. This was not like earth-shattering news. You want to keep all your options open. I, I there's there's not much for me to add. I mean, I think Kelly said essentially what I what I think is going to end up happening here. Mitchell ends up in New York. If Kevin Durant ends up anywhere else at this point, we're kind of running out of options yep. because the DeAndre Aiden stuff with Phoenix kind of eliminates Phoenix for a while. Yeah. So if Durant's not a net. On day day one of the season this year, Miami's the most likely. Yep. Bleacher Report we saw today. Miami's prioritized pursuing Durant over Mitchell. That that is the latest there coming out of Miami. All right, hour number two in the books. We'll update the All-Star game next. Have some fun NFL props to discuss in hour number three here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.